Hey there, welcome to Just a Voice. I am January, just a writer, a voice, sharing thoughts on various topics each week related to the mess and chaos of this life, all while keeping the faith. This week, I'm concluding this series focused on depression and anxiety with some thoughts on self-care. Self-care has often gotten a bad rap. In mental health circles, it's considered a sacred practice to healing because, well, it's an important aspect of caring for the whole person. But to many, and yes, even many Christians, the idea of self-care is deemed selfish. Many pointing to the fact that we are to love God first and he will meet all our needs. To die to self because he will sustain us. This is in fact true, However, it is not a prescription to allow ourselves to not take care of our mind, body, and even our soul. The Bible is even explicit about this. First, in terms of self-care, I'm going to to dive into this self-love debate. There are many inside evangelical circles that believe the idea of self-love is unbiblical. However, I think we are getting a little tangled up in wording here. Yes, Self-love can be dangerous if it's truly me, myself, and I. But if we are believers who are truly acting out what we recite from Luke chapter 10, verse 27, which says, we are to love the Lord your God with all our hearts, all our soul, all our strength, and all our mind, and to love our neighbors as ourself, then it looks like this. I love God first. I begin to understand his deep love for me. The way in which he molded me, created me, made me, the talents he gave me. I begin to love those without seeking any outside validation. I begin to accept this immeasurable love he has for me, for me and all he made me to be. And knowing this, I begin to extend this love to my neighbor. If I simply love God, but I never truly understand his immense love for me, and I continue to seek the world's approval and love from other sources, I will never understand how to love others as myself, as God intended. This is the Christian form of self-love. Call it something different if you need to, but it all boils down to how we see God's love for us and how we express it outwardly to others. And then when we know this, we start taking care of ourselves because we know God would want us to. He loves us enough to desire that we not run, run, run so much that we grow so weary, we stop loving ourselves and that we have nothing left for him, others, or ourselves. And so how do we do it? And what does the Bible say about it? Well, if you're so skeptical about this self-care thing and you think God would think it's selfish, then how about what Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 6? verses 19 through 20. Don't you realize that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a high price, so you must honor God with your body. If God fashioned your body, wouldn't he want you to take care of it? So first, rest. Look, we live in this world where the more you are doing, the more successful you appear. If you're pushing yourself to the limit, you will become rich, successful, well-known. 
and dog tired, burnt out, likely have no time for yourself, the ones you love, or God. Busy does not always equal healthy or holy. Rest. Even Jesus napped. But Jesus isn't talking about physical rest when he says in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. He is also talking about the rest that comes from surrendering the need to be all things to all people, to meet all the needs of everyone around you, and to simply lay all those burdens at Jesus' feet. We often believe that if we are serving in every area and helping every lost soul, we are doing what God wants us to do. But sometimes good things are not always God things. God doesn't suggest we burn ourselves out doing all the things, only the things he has called us to do. Second, move. Movement is good for the temple God has given us, not only for our physical body, but also for our mental space. Even better, a walk does not require a gym membership. It can be done with a friend, and since it is often done outdoors, it also incorporates the positive aspects of gratitude discussed in one of my earlier podcasts. The benefits of walking, even if for only 30 minutes, three to four days per week, it includes improved sleep, increased energy, and improved mood. And in tandem with moving, putting good things in your body will also make sure it runs optimally. If you remember reading back in the book of Daniel, in Daniel chapter 1, he and the king's other men were provided with every type of fine food and fine wine they could fathom by the king, choosing instead to eat only vegetables and water for 10 days. At the end of the 10 days, Daniel and the other men were stronger and better nourished than those who ate what was believed to be the finer and richer of the foods. What we put into our body makes a difference in terms of our physical and mental health. If we are eating foods loaded with sugar and fat, we will be tired and fatigued after a short time because our vital organs will be filled with toxins. Changing our diet will alter our overall health in positive ways. Next, step away. Take some time to be alone, even if it's just for five minutes. Jesus took time away to be alone frequently after he spent time with crowds. So if Jesus, who was in hot pursuit, had time to get alone, certainly you have five minutes to step away. And let's be real. That five minutes that you say you don't have, you're likely spending it scrolling on the internet so you can take a breather. You can take time to find some space away from everyone else to talk to God or just be silent for a little while. And if five minutes isn't enough, maybe disconnect a little longer. We are more connected to each other through devices than ever before, but it's not exactly healthy. It creates a need to be on all the time, to answer every single ping and check every notification right away. Our days are rarely silent because they are overloaded with constant sounds from videos, phone notifications, computer sounds, and constant hums from our connected devices. It can be overwhelming and mentally draining. Perhaps it's time to detox for a certain amount of time. 
take some apps off your phone or turn off your notifications from all, all apps for set time period. Shut off the constant noise for a while or just disconnect from it all. Which also leads to the next one. With all these connections come some boundaries. So many of us have been working from home since 2020 and our work life began to bleed into our home life. And that includes myself. I use my personal phone for most of my client calls and I have over 30 clients often at any given time. Someone call me into the dinner hour or even at bedtime on my personal phone. So this year I asked for a work phone and I set a limit. After five, I shut it off. On the weekends, I shut it off. I do not answer calls after these times. It's the way I take care of myself and my family and I ensure I don't burn out or neglect to take care of them. It may look different for you, but maybe you put certain numbers on do not disturb after a certain time if it's a work call, or you simply let it roll to voicemail. Burnout can lead to a number of mental health illnesses, and setting boundaries early can reduce its long-term impact, especially as work from home life extends further and further into the future. Last, find your tribe. Paul spoke of his friendships frequently in his letters to the churches, of his desires to be in the company of his companions, of his praying for them, of his hopes they would pray for him, of his hopes to be in their company again. Friendships were important to Paul, and they should be important to us. We cannot do this life alone. We cannot care for ourselves alone. We cannot manage our mental health journey on our own. We need each other. This concludes this series on symptoms and management of depression and anxiety biblically and practically here on Just a Voice. I'm currently working on a variety of topics for the new year and would love to hear your thoughts on content and questions you have in regards to some things or questions you may have about the Bible. You can share your thoughts by contacting me on any of the platforms shared on my blog page at straightupmercytruth.com. 